0: Hey guys, welcome to Episode 7 of the Payday Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I'm here with my co-host, Sergio. Hola, buenos dias. And we're here to teach you about the everyday financial terms and concepts that affect your paycheck. This payday, we'll be discussing ways to save, what types of savings accounts are available to you, and why they matter to you now. Remember, we're not financial experts, so we're learning these things right alongside you, and we'll try to explain it as easily and thoroughly as possible. Thanks again for joining. This is Payday.
1: turn that into a ringtone
0: oh my gosh yes make it my doorbell
1: ah we should yeah we should do that
0: maybe my dogs won't bark as loud if that was my doorbell
1: no it'll hype them up oh yeah it'll like (laughs) what is up everybody payday podcast coming at you on may the 15th 2022
0: i can't believe it's mid may already
1: yeah mid may hot
0: this texas heat man that
1: texas heat done started
0: Mm Mm-mm.
1: And uh, yeah, we're here, and we are ready to talk about Mm -hmm. all kinds of financial good stuff. Oh, yes. Before we get going, let's talk thank you. Let's talk thank you to the sponsors. (laughs) Thanks to uh, Wavespace Audio for the jams that you're listening to right now, and the cool intro, and thank you to Young Ideas Dish for all of your dish and your Google Needs. All of them. So we're here. We are ready. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about savings and why it's important to you. Now, I know saving isn't something that everyone loves. I mean, normally, you know, you see money in your bank account. You're like, oh, cool. I'm not broke. I'm going to go buy stuff. But saving is very important. And we're going to go over some of the reasons why it's so important and how you can save. Let's do it. Yes. So... According to be the budget.com, saving money is important because it helps protect you in the event of a financial emergency. And everyone's going to have that at some point in their life.
1: You know what? This is a perfect example of times that we've all experienced financial emergencies. You know, COVID, all this craziness in the last inflation mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, nobody was expecting all that. We mm-hmm. all thought we were in good times. COVID hit and pfft, She jacked that up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, perfect examples.
0: Mm -hmm. And additionally, saving money can also help you pay for large purchases. It can help you avoid debt. It'll just overall reduce your financial stress. I mean, you can help leave a financial legacy to your family um, and just all around provide you with a greater sense of, you know, financial freedom.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And we all want that financial freedom.
0: Yes. We don't want to have to rely on other people for that. Um, so I mean, I can go on and on and on, but basically there are countless reasons why you should be saving your money, but today we're going to discuss some of the most important ones.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: So, first and foremost, we're talking long-term security. So, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen to you in the future. What if you lost your job? What's going to happen when you're too old to work? What if you're hurt and you can't work like you used to? What are you going to do? What do you have?
1: Well, whatever you got saved. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have anything saved, you don't have anything. Yep. So it's tough to think about, you know, especially with the way a lot of these companies, some of these have downgraded over the years because now they're doing remote working. They're learning that they don't need as much stuff as they used to, to run as a company. So yeah, you're running into people that are making big financial decisions for you. They're choosing like, hey, we don't necessarily need this many people in this position, we need more people in IT to keep this thing afloat remotely, but we don't necessarily need so many laborers to do the job. So yeah, you're, you are noticing that. You see a lot of people that get that are getting cut via Zoom meetings, which is not a great way to do it, but it's just like, bam, you come to work one day and you, your email doesn't work and you're no longer here. Here's your two weeks average, have fun. And then what do you do? You don't find a job right away. You know, even though the market's very competitive right now, You can find your dream job, but you're still having to find it. You still got to take time to do it. You got to find something to keep you, you got to stay afloat for the next couple of weeks.
0: Mm -hmm. Without that income coming in, how are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to pay your bills? Even if you get a job within the next few weeks, what if the month comes by and you don't have enough saved up to make a rent payment? Right.
1: You start your job today, you don't get your first check for a couple of weeks. Yep. And you got to survive. You still got to pay for gas. That's really high. Food. Food. That's really high. Daycare. That's really high formula. God forbid you got a kid too.
0: If you can find it,
1: if you can find it. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: But I mean, that kind of leads into another important reason I'm going to mention next, which is emergencies. So what happens if you're hurt and you need emergency surgery? What if lightning strikes your house and you need a new roof? What if, you know, something more common? What if your car breaks down? I mean, we all have cars. That's a very common thing. Um, it's good to have emergency money. Like, how are you going to pay for stuff that happens out of the blue to you?
1: Now, that's just, that's you. That's you examples. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're buried with no kids. Well, you have dogs. So dogs and kids are very similar in regards to they get into the stuff. They break their leg, paw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get sick. Like having a kid or multiple kids or dogs, cats, it's like a whole different variable because those, those creatures are more prone to injure themselves. They cost more money to begin with, but it's not just you having to worry about you and your spouse. You're having to worry about your, your, in your case, your two dogs. In my case, my dog and my kid, you know, you just never know. And cause you're dealing with other variables. Oh, you know, in my case, oh, Andrew broke his leg playing football. Oh my God. You know? Oh, Andrew got punched in the face and broke his nose, you know, at school. You just don't know. You just don't know. So there yeah, There's a lot of things you got to save for.
0: Mm-hmm. Another big reason to save money is for big purchases. I mean, you want a car, you want a couch, you want a new h d t v you need a new fridge, money, and not just a little bit of money, but those cost a lot of money
1: yeah and that's that's not a need it's a want in most cases, except for that fridge. you probably need the fridge yeah, but the t v you probably need you probably it's probably okay to save for it it's okay to save for the t v you know save a couple months buy the big tv you know football season's not for another three or four months save up what do you need it for now you don't need it till the cowboy season starts
0: <laughs> another good reason that you know you, you really want to save your money is education now i know you know education looks different to a lot of people and education does, doesn't just mean you know college but whether or not you're planning to go to college or community college or even getting your kid into a private school, let's say, you know, you can't, you know, bet all your, all your money that you're going to get a full scholarship mm-hmm. or a huge grant to attend the dream school. You know, um, even community college, you, you need money for that. Um, and let's say you don't go to college. Let's just say you want to get a certificate. A lot of things mm-hmm. you can get certificates for, certifications. Those cost money too, even if it's only a few hundred bucks. So if you want to expand your knowledge, unfortunately, up until you know grade 12, knowledge isn't free, unfortunately.
1: Well, and like you said, it could even cost only a couple hundred bucks. Um, like Berna, for example, she works in the insurance industry. She has to take continuing education every so often, something that she's got to pay out of her pocket. Yeah, her employer will reimburse her, but she's still got to pay for it up front, you know? So that's stuff to think about, especially if you're like in the medical field or you're, you know, you're in some kind of field that you have to renew your certificates every so often. got to save that money because you just never know, you know? I mean, usually you know when it's due. So if you know, hey, I got to pay 500 bucks three years from now. Cool. Put 10 bucks aside. 10 bucks a month for the next three years. Bam, you paid it off. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's just that simple. Just savings doesn't have to be. Some people think savings has to be like hundreds or thousands of dollars. It's literally just money. St- it's it's a concept of putting money aside to accrue more money. So it can be a, a for a dollar. What is it? A penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. One penny. You do that for a hundred days. It's a dollar, but it was one penny, you know?
0: Yeah. It didn't affect your day to day.
1: No, it's just one penny. Mm-hmm. But over a lifetime, that's a lot of pennies.
0: Exactly. And and that brings up, you know, the last reason I wanted to, to talk about was you don't have to put aside a lot of money to save, right? And, you know, we've talked about a lot of things to save for that are, you know, serious issues like, you know, emergencies and, and long-term savings and, you know, education. But, you know, there's also something called saving for fun. Yes. You know, you want you want to go on vacation. You want to go shopping and buy, you know, some cool decor for your house um and even though some of that stuff isn't needs you know that's all a part of like your overall mental wellness right you know you need to have fun you need to have enjoyment you need to have entertainment um or else you might go crazy so it's it's great to set aside money for that because when you go and you you take that trip or you buy that thing you just really want that's so good for you mentally um you know, and, and because you saved up money for it, you don't have to feel guilty afterward for buying
1: it. Right. Because you feel like a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of those things, too, especially if you're saving for something that you want. Well, let's say you're saving for like a, a purse, a Louis Vuitton purse. Let's Ooh, just Oh, I would you love know, one. Like a $2,000 purse. You save for that purse. And well, over the course of that time, you're like, well, do I really want this purse? Like, you're like, no, I really want this purse. I'm saving for it because I want it. So you've accomplished that. You've saved for the thing that you wanted. And then guess what? The day you decide to go buy it, it's on sale. Bam. You save. maybe you save two or 300 bucks. Dang mama. You can go get you some lunch. (laughs) You can go, you know, go to the spa. You can do all kinds of things. And now, and now you're rewarding yourself with not just your bag, but you can like reward yourself with a day. So you've created like a whole, like euphoric feeling for that one day of like, oh, I saved. I got rewarded and I got a little extra something, you know, mm-hmm. you just don't know. You don't, that day when you decide to go buy that TV or that purse or that iPhone or whatever, you don't know if that day when you finally cash it in, if it's going to be on sale, you can get a deal. So it's like more, it's like, it, it it creates more, more positive energy for you.
0: Yes. Yes. And those, those little things matter. I think they're really important and everyone deserves to treat themselves.
1: It is important. We got to treat ourselves.
0: Hmm. All right, so those were some of the reasons why it's so important to save our money, right? And so after going all that through, all that you're probably wondering, well, how do I save, right? You know, and and there's multiple ways to do it, and we're not just talking about stuffing your mattress full of cash, even though that is one way to save. I don't recommend doing that.
1: What's the other one? We talked about the freezer.
0: The fr- oh yeah, you put it in the freezer. You you put it in like a container and you label it veal, or you label it something gross. Liver. Liver <laughs> veal. If you hear the dog in the background, I apologize.
1: She's fine.
0: <laughs> she wants to be part of the podcast. All right. So to start us off, you know, one of the most common ways to save is just to get, you know, a regular savings account through pretty much any bank, right? Now, I'm not going to go too deep into what savings accounts are because we did talk about those in a previous episode. So if you want to learn more about savings accounts, you can go listen to episode two of the Payday podcast where we talk about that. Um, But just, just real quick, you know, a regular savings account is just a traditional account that accumulates yearly interest, right? So you put money in, and you put money in whenever you want, as much as you want. And as it's in there, it accrues interest. So you make money by having money in
1: there. Yes. Make money by having money.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So this was a new topic that I, I looked up. And this is a money market account. So, this is very similar to a regular savings account, but normally, for these kinds of accounts, you have to have at least about a thousand dollars in there to avoid any kind of fees okay you know um and these are just federally insured accounts to protect your money, but basically, you just can't open it with a hundred bucks you have to put you have to put more in there
1: but does it do we know if it gains more interest
0: It depends I mean. You know, you would have to look that up. And obviously, the more money you have in there, the more you're going to gain. But that's all a part of research. And just Mm -hmm. because it's a money market account and you're putting more money in it up front doesn't mean it's necessarily better than a regular savings account in the bank. Right? Because all kinds of banks have different interest rates. Um, A lot of banks offer free savings accounts that don't require any yearly fees, that don't require any transaction fees. Um, So you really just wanna do your research and see what's going to be the best for you and cost you the least amount of money.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So the next kind of savings account you can have is called a certificate of deposit. Now, a certificate of deposit is an account, and these accounts typically do have the highest interest rates out of, you know, the past three accounts I mentioned. So if interest rate's something that really, you know, speaks to you and that's what you want is a high interest rate, look into a certificate of deposit. Now these also typically require around a $1,000 to open, but with certificates of deposit, um, there's no minimum starting balance requirement they, they, they suggest you put $1,000 in, but you don't have to. Um, and they generally don't you know, charge you a monthly fee. So this is really interesting to me because I'd never actually heard of this before.
1: Well, and with a CD, that's what it's called is a the CD. Or, yeah. um, they don't charge you or basically you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm agreeing to not withdraw money for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. So it could be as short as like six months, but as far as about five years. And I guess the longer you agree to not withdraw, the, probably the more interest you make.
0: Yes, so that that is the big takeaway from that, is that the whole reason you get a CD is that you put money in it, but you have to sign a contract saying, I'm not going to take this money out for this amount of time, minimum.
1: Right, and, and mm-hmm. in return, they're going to pay you a higher interest rate.
0: Yes, so.
1: But at the same time, it's one of those things where if you got some money, you know, I would say, let's say you save $1,000 in just regular old savings account. And you go, well, I want to see if my $1,000 will give me more interest let me put it in a CD. I, I know I'm not going to spend this money. I'm going to put it up anyways. And you, you've already said, Hey, this money is not emergency money. It's not, it's long-term money. Let's just put it in there, save it in there. Agree. You don't have to agree to five years, you can agree to six months, a year, whatever. And at the same time, if you really need it, if you run into a pickle and you really need it, you can take it out. There's a penalty for it, but you can still take it out if you absolutely had to have it. Mm-hmm. So it's something to consider.
0: I think this is a great solution if you're if you're the kind of person who has a hard time saving because you keep taking money out of your savings account. This might be a good option for you because you're you're literally putting it somewhere where you're not supposed to take it out. So maybe it'll help you save better, mm-hmm. you know, if you if that's something that you don't typically are able to do on a regular basis. All right, so the next thing we're going to talk about are cash management accounts, or CMAs.
1: I have no knowledge about (laughs) this.
0: I didn't know about this either until I looked it up for this episode, so let's get into it. So CMAs, they tend to have interest rates that are comparable to or maybe slightly lower than a basic savings account, Um, but they typically don't have a minimum balance requirement. So... Right off the bat, these are very similar to regular savings accounts. Um, They also have similar features to checking accounts, um, but they're not actually bank accounts, if that makes sense. Um, So CMAs are offered by non-bank financial service providers like robo-advisors and investment firms um, that sweep customer funds into partner bank accounts in order to provide FDIC coverage behind the scenes. So if you have an investment account with the same provider, you can usually link it to your CMA for quick money transfers. And I know that was a lot of words. And I I don't have any other knowledge on cash management accounts, but it's basically, it, it, it acts like a bank account. It looks like a bank account, but it's not through a bank it's almost like an investment.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, you're not investing in a company or an organization. It's kind of like you're just investing into your own account. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: <laughs> Again, that's cash management account. I'm sorry I don't have more knowledge on that, but Google's free, so if that's something you think you want to consider, you can obviously look into it more. All right, so the I think this is the last topic on ways to save I'll bring up, and these are cl- long-term accounts. Um, now, there's several long-term accounts I'm going to bring up, but the first one I'm going to talk about is an individual retirement account or an IRA, which I think a lot of people know about.
1: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, when you're talking long-term, you know, let's specify long-term is like- Your hey, life. Yeah, your yeah. life, your retirement, you know, we're not talking about saving for- five or six years what am i saving for 50 am i going to be alive that much longer
0: i mean let's uh you could i mean i could you, you could still be kicking 90, you know 90 yeah, I yeah might.
1: You, might. you have a better chance than i do but
0: probably <laughs> so um an ira as a dedicated account just for retirement funds so you put money in here to take it out when you're old um and so and in fact they even tell you how old you have to be so you can only withdraw the funds after turning 59 and a half without penalties so you can still take it out before but you'll pay a penalty fee but you have to be 59 and a half before you can take it out with no penalties okay very odd specific number i don't know why they don't just like round up to 60 or or what but i don't make the rules
1: 59 and a half just sounds like a good number to somebody
0: And the two biggest benefits um, is that an IRA offers tax advantages. So this is where you get into taxes and how you can avoid those and not have to pay as many. Um, And you can do this through two different types of IRA accounts. So first off, we have a traditional IRA. So your contributions are tax deductible, so you can save on your taxes now. But you will pay normal income taxes when you withdraw it later at retirement age. Okay. So you not pay taxes now, but you pay taxes later.
1: Yeah, but that's a long time down the road. Yeah. Hopefully. (laughs)
0: Um, The other kind of IRA, which, you know, I have heard of this. I think you have too. It's a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. A Roth IRA is an individual retirement account that offers tax-free growth and tax-free withdrawals when you retire. The reason being is you pay taxes before the money goes into your account, and that's a plus. So this is, this is the opposite of a traditional IRA. You do pay taxes now, so you don't pay taxes later when you're old and you're taking the money out. Okay. Mm-hmm. You pay your taxes on your investment up front, you let your money compound in there, and then your withdrawals in retirement are tax-free.
1: And then mm-hmm. one more advantage of that is that you can withdraw the contributions tax and penalty free if there's ever an emergency because you've already paid taxes on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's something to think about, too, if you're if one of your worries is an emergency. And I, I think there's even like a qualified list of like what falls in an emergency. And it's pretty vast. Like I think like natural disasters and health and, you know, family health, like your kids and all that. It, it covers a lot of stuff. It's not going to cover I want to buy a TV, but it's going to cover. You know stuff that would matter. That's really considered an emergency. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an there's an advantage there. Uh, oh yeah, oh, Myrna yeah. has my, my fiance has one. I don't have one, but she does.
0: Yeah, so. I I if I was gonna have an IRA, I think I would go Roth IRA. Um, I would rather just pay the taxes now and not worry about it when I'm older. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say future Caitlin that hassle. <laughs> and then you know another type of Roth IRA is a 401k, which I think is something a lot of people also know about. It's another type of IRA, excuse me. So a 401k is a retirement savings account and also an investment plan that your employer will offer you. So a 401k plan gives you know you, the employee, a tax break on money that you contribute to it. And your contributions to your 401k are pretty much automatically withdrawn from your paycheck Mm -hmm. and invested in funds of your choosing. So basically, let's say you start working for a company. They offer a 401k plan. So basically, they are saying that, okay, Caitlin, you decide how much of your paycheck you want us to take out and put in this account. It can be 5%, 6%, 7%. You literally get to choose how much you want to put in there, even if it's just 1% of your paycheck. They'll take 1% out of your paycheck Put it in this account um you go ahead and pay your taxes on it and the, you can also take that money and put it in investment funds that the company is set up with so not only are you saving that money for retirement but hopefully your investments were well picked and it's making you money as well
1: yes and a couple of examples because i've actually i actually have a 401k um you can like you said you can determine your how much you want to contribute so one percent five percent i think it's, it's capped at a certain percentage But like I've had good years where I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to do more. I want to do 10%. I've had bad years. where it's like, you know what? I don't think I'm making as much money. I want 5%, but at least I can see, Hey, I'm, I'm putting it in here. I can see where it's going. Um, the other thing too, if you ever need it and really it's not even a need, it can be a want you can borrow against it. And all they're doing is they basically say, Hey, if you said, Hey, I want to borrow a thousand dollars, $10,000, whatever they'll set you up on a payment plan. And it's like, okay, this payment plan is going to come out of your check too. You'll keep putting in money for your 401k and then X amount of dollars for however long term is, is getting redeposited to pay back your loan. So there's not a penalty for that either. So it's just, if, if you ever needed it, uh, I've seen people do all, I've seen people buy cars like that, which I've never thought of that. I've seen people that have had money saved up 10, $12,000. Well, I mean, they probably have more, but they'll take 10 or 12 grand out. And they're like, Hey, I want to, I want to buy a cash car. And their car payment is cheaper paying it back that way than it is through a tra- traditional car payment. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's what that's what Myrna's brother does. He mm-hmm. buys cash cars every so often, and he'll he'll allot X amount of funds. And basically, when he pays off that repayment loan, he'll take another one out to buy another car. So, it might, he knows, like, three years down the road, I'm going to buy another car. Five years down the road, I'm going to buy another car. And he's done that for, I think, almost his whole work life.
0: Wow! Yeah,
1: and it, and I didn't understand that at first, and then once I really saw the math of it, I go, "Yeah, it's a cheaper interest rate. That's a, it's a smart ch- idea. It's a cheaper payment. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there's different ways. There's different ways to treat the 401k, mm-hmm. uh, and you still have that money. You know, obviously the premise is you keep putting it back in to build up those funds. So it's something to consider, and then also your your uh, taxes are based on what you've after you've deposited. So they take out your 401k. And they deposit that in the 401k account. And then your income tax or your federal taxes are coming out of what's left. So every every paycheck, less taxes are taken out.
0: Yes. That's why a lot of people like the 401k. Um And all 401ks are normally, again, like I said, offered through your employer. And depending on where you work, this isn't the same for everybody. Your employer will match up to a certain percent. Mm-hmm.
1: They'll match it. You can transfer it. If you leave an employer... If the other employer offers it, you can transfer it. Mm-hmm. Your money's not gone if you go somewhere else that doesn't have a 401k because you can always take that money and change it to a Roth IRA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sergio hasn't had his coffee this morning, no. you guys. Um, so, you know, Sergio has a 401k, I have a 401k through my employer. But, you know, not every employer offers one. Or, you know, some people don't work for companies that offer those kinds of things. Or maybe they they work for themselves. You know, maybe you run your own business. Um, so if you don't have an option like a 401k, a lot of people who want those benefits but can't get it will go for the Roth IRA. Because mm-hmm. it's very similar. Um, you basically just don't have the employer match. Yeah. It's basically the only but the difference. U-
1: the upside to it, too, is is that, like, if you're in my line of work in sales where some years you bounce around a lot and some years you're in a good spot for a while you know at least you know you have a consistency with your savings so it does benefit you if you're self-employed or, you, or you're or you in a line of work where you're not always stable uh, contract labor all that kind of stuff you can set up a Roth IRA and you're still you still have like a set goal in mind of what you're saving and you just continue that regardless of where you're working or what you're doing so there's yeah. a benefit to that
0: Exactly. Continuity.
1: Continuity.
0: Yes. I can't talk today. <laughs> it's okay because those were all the ways to say that I was going to bring up in today's episode.
1: <sighs> Thank God. I don't <laughs> talk anymore.